Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, Radio Boomers Live listeners around the world. Good morning to our Easy Way family and to our celebrity host, Risa Gray. Risa, are you on with us? Good morning, good morning, there good morning. I'm here. Hello. Hello, Risa, and, uh, well, I'll tell you, a lot of stuff, uh, you know, I say this all the time, but it's true. There's so much going on, and we had the uh, Black Caviar, uh, Red and Black Caviar Festival held at the Ivy League Royal Academy. I don't know if you saw any of the stuff online about that. It was uh, live entertainment, uh, food, dancing, and so on, but it was bringing awareness to uh, the Ukraine issue, veterans and Parkinson's and some good causes, youth education and so on. But it was uh, it was very interesting and fun and worthwhile event when you do something like that, you know. And we got coming up March 19th, we got uh, Eric's birthday, which has been known for years. I think you've been some of those uh, birthday situations with Eric. I remember we I had one. Have. In Beverly Hills, uh, and well, I'll tell you, it was uh, a lot of celebrities show up. And Dante Sears is going to be on the roster, and uh, it, it's going to, you know, well, it's, it's her birthday too. Well, it, it's her birthday it's a and celebration uh, of we, her birthday too. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And we got Johnny V's birthday, and he's going to be the host. And we have uh, Patrick uh, Kilpatrick is going to be tuning in with us. Uh, via digital and judge joe brown then we got uh looks like uh brian willis and trey ireland kate linder from the young and restless uh, walter franks uh kimberly benton boyton and uh hawthorne james uh racer michaels andy mcphee from the sons of anarchy and it looks like we might be having uh uh, Reefa Gray from Off Their Rockers uh, on there. I don't know if Reefa will make no, it. What do you think? That, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I managed to overbook myself, and unfortunately, as fabulous as Eric's birthday parties are, I think I'm going to have to miss this one. Well, it's a bit of a ride for you, I know, and uh, but we appreciate every time you come out. But, you know, when you get the distance, like, uh, you know, it's, those two-hour drive sometimes can get you. But we're going to move into our – well, I'll tell you what, it goes by so fast. Uh, we're going to move into our uh, hot, hot topic, topic. And see what see what's going on. Ripped from the headlines, today's hot topic. Well, I've got some good news and I've got some bad news. So let's start off with the bad news. Would you believe, I can't believe this myself, but would you believe they are stealing gasoline out of cars? That's right. The price of gasoline is so high. I know you've all seen it at the pumps. Those of us that live in California always pay a minimum of a dollar more per gallon of gas because we have all of these taxes added on to keep the atmosphere clean. So we're paying well over $5. Some places, as I've heard, I haven't seen this for myself, but I've heard they're paying over $6 for gasoline in L.A. County. 
probably in the Beverly Hills area. But still, wherever it is, gas is just off the charts right now. And people have taken to stealing gasoline. And they're not doing it the old-fashioned way. But you know how, I never did this, but you know how people used to get a hose and they'd suck the gas out, prime it, and then they'd put it into one of those five-gallon or ten-gallon things that they could switch it back to the, uh, the other car. They're not even doing that. They're drilling holes into the gas tank, at which the gravity naturally pulls it down, and then they're draining it off. It's outrageous. So I just want to give you a tip. If you can put your car in a locked garage, do it. Between stealing the catalytic converters and stealing gas, it's an absolute mess out there. I know I'm not driving anywhere as much or at least anywhere I don't have to go. I'm trying not to drive and make sure you park your car where it's well lit because they're doing this even in parking lots. And if you see a little puddle underneath your car, it may be that somebody already stole your gas. That's the bad news. The good news is Tom Brady has come out of retirement. That's right. A whole season didn't even pass, and Tom Brady is coming out of retirement. I'm not a sports fan. I just have been following Tom Brady's career, even when I wasn't watching football. I'm kind of, I don't know about him coming in back, but I loved watching him play last season. I watched a little football this last season, and it great games all the way up till the very end. Nail biters. Tom Brady says he's coming back, and I believe he's coming back strong. So that's the good news. Tim, what is your hot topic for today? That's true, Ray. Yes, uh, Tom Brady, after his long, successful career, is coming out of his very short retirement. So a lot of people are glad about that. And there's some more good news for our economy. Although we are dealing with numerous setbacks due to the pandemic, which everybody knows, uh, the shipping delays, the inflation, the conference board forecasts GDP growth for 2022 the U.S. economy will expand to about 3.5%, well above the pre-pandemic trend growth, which is, that's a good thing. Okay, gas prices at an all-time high. A typical family may spend uh, $2,000 in additional expense due to the high fuel costs and the increases. Uh, well, you know, you don't look at this as at the pump, you know, you think, okay, gas is a little bit more, a little bit, but you know, it adds up if you've calculated over the year down, uh, you know, it's, uh, you, you got the high demand and the, the people, uh, with the Ukraine and the war and the sanctions, you know, why is this happening with the gas? People wonder, well, it's, it's too much to go into right now, but it's basically, the uh, imports from Russia are very sl- very little as far as the gas goes, but they uh, ship a lot to Europe. It, it's just a, it's a complicated uh, thing overall. We'll go over it sometime and explain why these increases come out. War crimes against Putin, uh, Ukraine, the, the devastation going on, bombing children's hospitals and so on and so forth, and uh, a shortage is a cutoff of food, water, utilities, for about 10 days, uh, it's it's really getting uh, 
serious. Well, it's been serious from the start, but it could get even worse than it is now. So they're planning on uh, putting together a war crime situation here. And, uh, you know, they're not getting their medications, and that's another thing. So we're trying to get – there's all kinds of support coming in from all over the world. Putin's call with the French and German leaders showed no willingness for a ceasefire. And uh, the cities are basically surrounded and talk about a no-fly zone, but that could be dangerous because now we're talking about their planes coming over, possibly being shot down, and we don't want to escalate this. Although mortgage rates are rising from the 25 to 3.5% range, they're still very low. I mean, 35 I bought at 9% 40 something, 43 years ago, so 35 is really still good. The problem is it's a supply and demand issue, and there's – there's just uh, not enough homes to go around right now, and the cost of building homes with the uh, material going up is very high. Why would Hurricane Michael, which hit Florida Panhandle in 2018, fuel today's uh, Chapala fire? Well, it's because nearly 3 million acres of timber were shredded back in 2018, and they've just been sitting there piling up, and now this fire is going on, it's uh, really hard to handle because all that broken timbers is burning. A uh, sprawling late season winter snowstorm uh, bringing a lot of cold freezing rains to the East Coast causing problems. But, uh, you know, on the, on the flip side of it, you got people making two, $300 an hour driving a snowplow. So give you an idea where to go if you want to make some extra money. Tips for investing in 22 Hertz recommend low-cost diversified index funds. These are funds with a low expense ratio or fees. Uh, great for all investors. Before investing, it's important to understand your risk tolerance timeline and which account to use. So there you go, recent a couple things. And uh, the scientists are discovering the trees in these parts are not just in the soil. It's not just something to enjoy. It's actually helping the uh, air quality around these cities. So with that, I think we go to a commercial, and then we have Kimberly Boynton coming on as our guest. This will be fun. Imagine a social network that's based on quality members over quantity, where you can easily find the qualified leads you're looking for, where members treat each other as family and promote each other's projects. Get interviewed, manage your business, and sell your product or service on our new EasyWay store. Let us do the promotional heavy lifting for you. We've created an all-in-one solution with all the tools you would ever need to promote you and your client's business, all accessible by one simple login. Social media done for you. Introducing the new 2022 EasyWay Network with our built-in wall of fame that helps you to search and find that profile you want to network with that matches your business needs while boosting your own notoriety at the same time. This year, we've made it even easier on you. Oh, did we mention you make money? Create your free account today by texting EasyWay, that's letter E, letter Z, to 55678. Or visit EasyWayNetwork.com. Got questions? Give us a call at 424-209-9290. The BrainTap is a unique headset that combines light and sound frequencies with guided meditations. Dr. Patrick Porter, inventor of BrainTap and member of our faculty, has created 20 to 30 minute course reviews for many of our courses. 
before starting a course or at any point before taking the exam, you can put on your brain tap, close your eyes, and begin your course review. Brain tapping guides your mind from an awake, reactionary mind into an intuitive, creative state, then to a place where super learning and healing can occur, with the outcome being a heightened state of consciousness with crystal clear focus. Relax with scientifically proven techniques that create a symphony of brainwave activity, a feeling of calm focus that's just right for learning and productivity. Each session is designed with brainwave balance in mind. Some audio sessions have dual voice processing, which means you may hear two voices speaking at the same time. This technique is used for inspiring left and right brain balance. The professional speaking industry is a multi-billion dollar industry and the religious speaking industry is even larger. Yet both of these industries miss out on billions of dollars of sales and donations every year. They are desperately seeking ways to increase their revenue during events, immediately after events, as well as weeks later. They need a way of directly communicating with their audience during and after their speeches or sermons in order to achieve more connection and engagement. TextMe Leads answers this need with their unique use of technology and service. TextMe Leads enables all types of speakers to communicate directly with their audience during and after events. This dramatically increases immediate and long-term engagement. TextMe Leads even allows sales and contributions to happen during an event, which is when audiences feel most connected and that's when they're most likely to buy. TextMe Leads, the missing link between speakers and their buying audience. Visit EasyWayText.com to get started today. Yes, indeed. Yeah, that texting leads, boy, that is definitely a beneficial for your business. But, uh, yeah, and brain tap, boy, I'll tell you, you know, talking about expanding your uh, mental awareness, this is uh, definitely something I need. So uh, congratulations, Patrick Porter. And Kimberly Boynton is going to be our guest today, entrepreneur, director, producer, editor, writer, performer. Kimberly is an entrepreneur of five companies, one being uh, Selfie Experience Gallery, located in the Temecula Promenade Mall, and it's the only one of its kind in the Inland Empire. That's pretty cool. Kimberly is the operations director for Easy Way and the editor-in-chief for the Easy Way magazine and has the first edition of Serenity Wellness Magazine launching this April. Kimberly has two TV shows, that are production Keeping Up with Kim, a reality TV show, and Keeping It Real with Kim, which is a TV reality talk show. Kimberly is also an associate producer for Dream Cinema Productions, uh, upcoming movie Night Realm, and uh, CEO Raster Mike with CEO Raster Michaels. Kimberly attributes her success to many individuals: Raster Michaels, Eric Zuli. Lene and Helene Rhodes, uh, Joseph Ely, Jimmy Starr, and uh, the course of the Easy Way and his family and Wall of Fame. So with that, we can bring Kimberly Boynton on. You're on with us, Kim. I am. Good morning, Dad. How are is. you? Kimberly, <laughs> this is Retha Gray. Retha, meet Kimberly Boynton. Hi, Good morning, Kimberly. It's a pleasure Kimberly. to finally meet you. How are you? Yes, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well, great. Thank you so much. I'm very Good. impressed with your accolades. You're, uh, boy, I could read on and on, but then after I'm done reading your accolades, I would, all I could say is, well, it was nice having you on the show. We'll have to talk again sometime. 
that. <laughs> but well, thank you. So, <laughs> well, I want to I want to know about this selfie thing in the in the mall. What's that? So we have over 40 backdrops, and basically you can come in and you can do selfies in front of them. So we have different ones. Like right now, we have up our St. Patrick's Day, our St. Patrick's Day one. Um, we have some 90s backdrops up. We have some interactive backdrops, like we have a boxing ring uh, where you can emulate, like you're in the boxing ring. We have an NFL football field, so that was pretty big during um, Super Bowl time. We have a dog house where it's actually a dog house. It was a Snoopy's dog house, and then um, now we put it where it says uh, in the dog house again. So <laughs> a lot of the women like to come in and put their husbands or whatever in the dog house and take a picture, <laughs> you know, with it. So, <laughs> yeah, but we also have a, a green screen room where you, know, you can utilize the green screen room and put anything in the backdrop. Um, and then we have a 360 platform where you can stand on it and it circles around you, the camera, and you can get some pretty cool 360 shots and video. So it's pretty cool. I mean, it's fun. I mean, there's so many different things you can do in there. And, you know, it's not just for teens. Or A lot of people will walk by and go, oh, that's for teenagers. No, I mean, we're, we all take pictures. So, <laughs> you know, we're never too old to take pictures. We're never too old to go in and have fun and, you know, be on TikTok and, you know, whatever else. I mean, that's the way of the world now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what a creative idea. And it's the only yeah. one in the – anywhere? In the, in well, the, so, yeah, in the number. Yeah, so we actually – we opened this back in June, and um, the L.A. Optical Museum, which is in L.A., right across from the Chinese Theater, they were the first ones out here. Now, there was a lot of pop-up ones that came up, you know, across, you know, the world or whatever – but they were just, you know, here for three months and gone. So it was just like, you know, something at a at a uh, county fair. Whereas when this came up and I learned about it, I thought I did the research and there was none in California. So when we opened up in June, we were the only ones in California to open up a selfie experience gallery like we did. Since then, two more have opened up. One's getting ready to open up in San Francisco, uh, but they're a franchise ones uh, from another company, but we were the first ones to open up in California what we're doing. Oh, so cool. It sounds like fun to me. I mean, I'm not a teenager, but I do a little TikTok and selfie stuff here and there. That sounds like a great idea. Uh, it's, really it's, it's really fun. <laughs> Where did you get all these talents from and all this energy to, uh, you know, you're involved with so many things here. Where did that come from? Because uh, there's a lot of directions you could have went, but you, you, you're an entertainer, you're a editor, producer. What brought you well, down that path? Um, honestly, so I have been performing since I was three years old, and I attribute that to my grandmother, my grandparents. My grandmother was uh, always, you know, pushing me. You know, I was always singing when I was little. I'm an only child, so I really had nothing else to do but, you know, entertain myself. So <laughs> oh. I was busy by myself, you know, making tapes at that time and we had a little cassette recorder she wanted a bingo with blue chips or something I don't know I just remember that it kind of dates me back but (laughs) um so I used to sit in my room and make up dances and sing and dance and so she started me in dance uh tap jazz ballet all that fun stuff when I was three so I've been performing since I was three um my biggest thing was I was a dancer singer and so that was where I thought my goal was going to be and you know of course uh, my mother's an attorney, my aunt's a doctor, so trying to keep up with those, you know, statistics in the family, 
and here I am like, no, I just want to be a dancer. And they were like, no, you're not going to do that. You need something to fall back on. So I uh, went to school for journalism. I think from one thing to another, it just opened up doors from journalism. I doors. Still, yeah, yeah. I, I, I opened up my dance school. And then actually I was an elementary school teacher and principal for years. Um, and teaching wow. is what, you know, kind of opened up the doors for other stuff. I went into college admissions for years. Um, it seems like a whole lifetime ago, but I vote my passion is performing arts. It's just, that's always been my passion. That's why now, you know, I have my performing arts school that I've had since uh, 1999. Um, and so I, I love performing arts. Anything that has to do with the entertainment industry on, on every level of it, I love it. Uh, that's why I have, oh, so you, know, cool. you know, why I'm really, I, I, that's why I love being part of the ECUA network now, now that, I, you know, I've met Eric and, you know, everybody else, the wall of fame. I mean, this, I, I hands down have to attribute all the success that, that just came about to the Easy Way Wall of Fame, to the Easy Way family, because everybody in here supports everybody. Uh, I, I cannot say enough about the Easy Way family and the wall of fame. For everybody out there, and I'll keep saying this, if you're not on the wall of fame, you've got to get on here. It's I know a lot of people are using Facebook and, you know, Instagram, and that's fine. But to be successful and to have a network of people that really want to help you grow and that really want to see you succeed, you have to be on this wall of faith. And it's not just for people who are famous. It's not just for people who have business. Yeah. It's for people who have an idea, who have a dream that can make the connections for other people to make this happen. I mean, it's the biggest support system I've ever met in my whole life, and it's been you know, an amazing journey. You know, I've, I've been hearing that. I get a lot of comments, uh, and it's, it's they say it's, you know, so interactive, but it's not just interactive. You have such a variety of, you know, people in various forms of the industry, successful people, yeah. talented people, people starting a business, but they uh -huh. also come back with, you know, it's just a good group of people, and, you know, that's you know, just good people, you know. Oh, and you know, we were at the event on, on Saturday evening together, and it was great to walk into somewhere, and that was always my thing, like, you know, growing up in the industry is walking, yeah, you know, you know, certain people, but the group of people I've been around, and again, from all different, you know, realms, like, yeah, I'm around celebrity deaths, I'm around producers, directors, but I'm also around business owners, I'm also around, you know, people who are starting their companies, you know, and so it's like you said, it's just this diversity of people but they all have the same like-minded directions. They all have that support. They all just want to bring everybody up. So it was nice to be there. And, you know, Jim, when you know we were there, it was just a great blend. Like we all are from different walks of life, uh, but we all follow the same faith. We all follow the same direction. And that's the beauty of it is that I know if, you know, and it's not even just business. Um, I had a conversation with Eric this morning just briefly but it's like he was already right, you know, I kind of had an emotional last few days, and he was like, what's going on? You know, like he knew just right then and there. He's like, I'm also your friend, you know, and that's what I appreciate, you know. It's because sometimes it's so hard to stay motivated and positive on your own that it's nice when you can look at somebody that you think is, you know, you're in business with, but they're also there to say, hey, I'm, I'm still your friend, you know, what's going on? So I appreciate that, and I love that about this family that, we're all there for each other. 
I know, and people are always saying that people in Los Angeles aren't friendly and aren't warm. Oh, yeah. But this is definitely a group of people that is friendly and warm and welcoming. Uh Absolutely. Absolutely. We saw you you at the Red and Black Cavalier Festival. That was fun uh, the other night. Yes. Got to do a little red carpet there and uh, came in for what it supported. That was uh you know, it was such a worthwhile event. It was very interesting. And then we have the March 19th one. We're looking forward to seeing you there. Uh, yep. On the uh, 19th. It'll be a birthday band. <laughs> no, we appreciate oh, yeah. uh, what you do. What you do. And uh, there, there's so much going on. And like you said, the Wall of Fame, it is, it is exciting, you know. And, you know, when you can go to it and just find the picture and click it, and there you see everything that's going on with that person. And very, it's, uh, it was really something creating that. I give Eric a lot of props on that. But uh, oh, we want to okay. thank you for your time and coming on because we know you're such a busy, busy lady, and, and thank you for all your help. And I appreciate that, too. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Is, I love you guys. No, we're, this is going to be fun, and uh, and we will see you uh, this uh, this coming uh, this coming Saturday, right? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Did I get that right? Yeah, Saturday. Yep. So Saturday, thank you again. Saturday, thank you again, my dear, and uh, we will be we'll be seeing you then. Until then, keep up all that good work that you're doing. It's a really really a big help. Thank you. It's nice meeting you, Rita. Finally, look forward to seeing you soon. Absolutely. Thank you, Kimberly. Hi, and you guys have a great day. You thank too, you, Kim. Kimberly. Uh, that is a lady that's multi-talented, right, Reese? And uh, wow. Right, and and when you look her up on the on the wall, Kimberly is spelled K-Y-M-B-E-R-L-I. Okay. I tell people a lot of time, never assume anything is spelled anyway. <laughs> so check her out on There's, the easy way wall. Yeah, find the way I spell it and do the opposite, and you'll be fine. The same with my real estate investment. <laughs> uh, so it's so, okay, Reese. I guess with that, we're going to go into commercial and then uh, Carmelita's Corner. And then we have Mr. James coming up on our segment. And this will be very interesting. Uh, another multi talented individual. So let's go into our commercial, right, Reed? Life is hard, but how to roll it easy way. Life is hard, but how to roll it easy way. Life is hard, but how to roll it easy way. Life is hard, but how to roll it easy way. I'm Aubrey O'Day, and I'm doing it the easy way. <laughs> I'm attorney Gloria Allred, and I'm doing Hollywood the easy way. What is y'all? It's your partner, Big Boy, Big Boy's Neighborhood, and guess what? I'm doing it the easy way. You're doing it the easy way. All of us are doing it the easy way. Hi, I'm Larry Namer, co-founder of the Entertainment Television, now um, president of Maton Development Group, which works mainly in China. I really wanted to say a few words about Eric Zuli, or uh, EZ, as, as a lot of people know him. I just want to say, Eric, keep up the dedication, the perseverance, and the creativity. You're, you're helping to change the media world. Check this in. I'm doing it the easy way. Hey, Oba Babatunde here, and I'm doing it the easy way. Jimmy from Crazy Town, and I'm doing it the easy way. Yo, this is Ray J, and it's all about doing it the easy way. 
Hey, this is Brady Connell, the executive producer of Extreme Makeover Home Edition, and uh, I've decided to do Hollywood the easy way. Hello, I'm Tatiana Ali, and I do Hollywood the easy way. Hi, I'm Sally Kirkland, and I'm doing it the easy way. about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Well, hello there, Radio Land. Here we are again, and I'm feeling grand. Well, I've got a wonderful man coming your way today, and I'm telling you, he's got more than one story to tell, but we've only got so much time, but I'm sure once you hear him, you'll see what I'm talking about. His name is Randall Massaro, and he is a wildlife spokesperson. He's also the president of an animal rights group, and let's welcome him today Hello, Randall. And that's Randall Macero. I'm doing it the easy way. <laughs> oh, right. You're already programmed. How about that? <laughs> We're going to all do it the easy way today. So, I mean, our conversation uh, that we've had uh, just really opened up a lot of, of, of doors and windows uh, to my understanding of your background, and I'm sure there's more to explore. Uh, I mean, you took the high road, because I think one of the most fascinating things that we talked about is your relationship to the Sicilian uh, mob families. Um, yes. <laughs> that, that was so fascinating to me. Uh, I think you mentioned uh, the Colombo and Banana family is part of your, your background. Is that right? Yes, yes. I, I know we're a little bit on time, so I'll kind of speak really fast for your listeners because we've got to get a lot in. Um, you know, my, my grandparents came from Italy and Sicily and, and migrated to New York, and my parents are from New York, uh, Brooklyn specifically, and, um, you know, a big Italian family, Maceros, De Janeiros, Guerrieros, Spinellos, the Evanzos, Vasicas, Batoni, Cardonis, De Palermos. But some way, somehow, during those old days, um, uh, got connected with, uh, if you want to call it organized crime, um, and, and the Colombo and Bonanno families. And uh, anyway, as, as the history goes, um, you know, uh, obviously you're, you're talking about crime syndicates and, and what have you. And much like uh, people, you know, never talk about the Kennedys uh, with Joseph Kennedy and the bootlegging era uh, and, and the, uh, the Irish mafia, if you will. That was here even before, you know, the Italians came. But, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I grew up in this family, but my family taught me. They said, do as we say, not as we do. Become a doctor, a lawyer, become a police officer. The only thing you never do is rat anybody out. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, you, you don't alive. do that. <laughs> you don't do that. Well, well so, you took the high road, and you did become a policeman. And uh, you've got many stories to tell about that, too. And, oh, before I forget, you mentioned sure. that your family had something to do with the hit show Mob Wives. Was that part of your family, too? Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, uh, my family was the stars of the show Mob Wives. Um, my uh, Everyone that followed it, it was wives that are married to, to mob mob 
people. And my cousin, uh, Louis D'Avanzo, Lee D'Avanzo, and the D'Avanzo family, my uh, Karen Gravano used to date my cousin. And in turn, uh, he ended up marrying Drita. And that was like the premise of the show. They were against each other. And they all, all these mob ladies that are married to mobsters, they, they all kind of connected with each other uh, from the Gottis and, and, and the Gambinos and the Lucchese's and Genovese's and all these different families uh, that were connected back in New York and throughout, you know, back east and what have you. Uh, but my family was one of them. And um, needless to say, uh, I was not in the show. It was my family back east that was. And Mobwise was the number one reality show on VH1. And uh, kudos to, to them making money. I mean, it's they, they – the, the show – you know, these reality shows are amazing today. You know, you get naked and afraid, and I auditioned to go on Survivor 12 times and never made it. But, oh, wow. You know, but, uh, no, I mean – and, and, and it's true. It, it is – it shows the connection of my family, and it's ob- obvious that once you look up and do the research of my family, my – a rel- distant relative of ours is also Rudy Giuliani. But uh, he made war oh, on Oh, my mob, God. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and he made war on the mob, and and yet so it was. I guess my cousin is his cousin, which makes him a distant cousin. <laughs> so it, it, it's all connected anyway, especially from yeah, back east. Yeah, very distant. Well, he's still, as far as I'm concerned, and I'm going to be outspoken now. As far as I'm sure. concerned, he's still acting like a mobster. I mean, what, yeah, what, yeah. What, what's happened with our country? And I mean, the, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, uh, people, you know, going against our country, our American uh, democracy. And siding with uh, uh, Putin, I mean, and you see what's going on now with Putin. I wouldn't want to be on his side. Right. You know, we can go. We can go on and on on another show on politics because I think that you and I have a lot to say as we shared the other night before yeah. coming on the show. Yeah, um, yeah. But you know what? And I don't want to cut you off, but we do no. want to talk about the wildlife aspect of your your activity. I mean, you're such an activist, and you have managed with your organization, which I want you to name, to actually save so many animals, the the bears and. And tell them about the big wolf uh, event that's coming up uh, in sure. Torrance. I sure will. And you know what? The, uh, Kimberly Boynton is going to be a hard act to follow. She, she's really active. <laughs> I wish I had her energy. But um, uh, after becoming a state peace officer, I got sick. Uh, I was partially paralyzed. I beat the illness, came back. And um, and anyway, I worked with the feds, worked gangs, drug cartels, etc. And I was into some dangerous stuff. And needless to say, uh, I was on the inside in law enforcement and able to find out a lot of the, the, the shenanigans of where our, our tax dollars are being spent. And needless you know, to say our, our, our money is being wasted, $120 million a year being spent rounding up wild horses and burros to send them off to Mexico and Canada for the Asian and European meat market. And who pays for that? The American people do. And, and let's face it, horses, are, you know, they belong here. They built America. We, we, they brought us into battle, into wars, and what have you. And uh, I was a Greenpeace representative back in the 70s. So I started out with Greenpeace. And eventually these guys came up. They were union teamsters that came out of Europe. And they said, hey, we like what you do. We see you're out there with Loretta Swit, Tanya Tucker, Tippi Hedger, William Shatner, Cindy Williams. Uh-oh. Hello. Yeah, Did we we're get- here. 
Okay. I was going to say, we got a beef. Um, anyway, it turned out that um, they liked what I did. And they said, how'd you like to be a member of union members for the preservation of wildlife? And I said, well, sure. Uh, and uh, anyway, uh, I, I, became a, I became a representative, a national representative eventually, and, uh, and exposing the corruption of what's going on with our tax dollars, the politicians, the, the, um, the hunting, the trapping industry, the shortfalls of the hunting and trapping industry. And uh, we are having a protest this Wednesday, March 16th. Uh, at the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Office in Torrance at 370 Amapola Road, Torrance, California. Native Americans, animal rights groups joining forces to protest U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service's policies. But not just that. State Fish and Game, National Park Service, U.S. Forestry Service, Department of Agriculture, all these state, federal, and local agencies are spending our tax dollars waging a cruel and vicious war on our wildlife, whether it be coyotes, whether it be uh, prairie dogs, uh, the buffalo, Hundreds of buffalo are going to be slaughtered this year in Yellowstone. They've already started that. The killing of the wolves in Montana, Idaho, and Wyoming, and Wisconsin. Um, you know, there, there's a lot going on in the animal rights movement, the animal rights fight. And myself being an actor now in Hollywood, working on my seventh film with Rich Rossi from The Godfather. We're shooting the movie called The Italian Cowboy. And, uh, and uh, Eric Roberts will be in it and some other actors uh, that we can go on and mention uh, later. But, yeah, it's, uh, I felt you've got to get back. And, and I'm no big-time actor. I never profess to be. Uh, but as a small-time actor, it doesn't mean I can't get involved in the community. And this is where it's important as musicians, as actors, as human beings. Let's, let's, let's join forces. Let's step up to the plate. Let's expose the corruption. We put these politicians in office. Let's hold them accountable for the error of their ways. You know what I mean, Car- Carmelita? Absolutely. We're on the same page there, that's for sure. And, and you got you know, the uh, right people, the right people that care about people and not worship the almighty dollar. I mean, these uh, people have sold their souls. I mean, they they literally, uh, Congress, for example, they literally dial for dollars. And you see what happened with the Voting Rights uh, Act went away because we had two greedy people. I won't call their names. I think most people know who they're talking about. Uh, you know. That, that uh, you know, took the money and turn their backs on the people, the American people. And, and, and the really same thing shame. is being done. The same thing is being done with wildlife, uh, Carmelita. Uh, I mean, it, trying to expose this. Listen, I was warned by the FBI. I'm on the terrorist list. They said, I hope so. You guys trained me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean I, I, what it is is because I'm associated with Native Americans. And this is the important part about our organization. We're called, and they can go to our website, go to www.um pwi.com union members for the preservation of wildlife international and and look up our website friend me on facebook under union members for the preservation of wildlife we opened up chapters in ghana africa gambia africa uganda africa um, i'm reaching out to the to the tribal people of africa and uh, and getting them involved with stopping the hunting of the elephants and the rhinos and on the animals over there the lions and tribal people have to realize that once these animals are gone there's not going to be any jobs anymore the hunt just move on to another country and start killing more wildlife. So ecotourism brings in a lot more money than hunting and trapping does. And, and for example, in British Columbia, Canada, hunting and trapping brings in 3 to $5 million, while ecotourism to see the grizzly bears, orca whales, wolves alive there up in British Columbia brings in 30 to $75 million. So which would you rather have, 30 to $75 million from the ecotourism, or would you have 3 to $5 million from the very hunters that take these animals away? 
And then now let's let's look at the fact that Native Americans hold these animals in high regard and in many cases sacred, such as California natives out here used to pray to the coyote gods. Um, the history behind the Lakota, Nakota, Dakota Sioux, that the horse, the Nez Perce, all honored, revered the horse. The Apaches, Chiricahua Apaches, honor the mountain lion. So many tribes across the nation have their own sacred deities. And yet we expect natives to honor our Bible, the, the, the Torah, the Koran, the, uh, you know, the Muslim Koran. We, we honor every religion, but yet we don't pay attention to the fact that Native Americans that were here before us have sacred deities that they honor and respect. And yet... Natives fought in our battles. They fought our wars. They, you know, they're our neighbors next door. We work with them. So they are a huge part of our organization, Union Members for the Preservation of Wildlife, which they are going to be a part of this protest, Protect the Wolves, Roger Dobson's group, uh, which they're an animal rights Native American organization, will be out there. They're sponsoring this along with us, co-sponsoring it. The protest this Wednesday, March 16th, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services Office, 370 Amapola Road, Torrance, California, from 9 a.m. on. I want everybody to feel free to join us and they can call my number feel free to reach out and call me i'll, I'll share that number with you if it's okay it's okay as far as i'm concerned <laughs> okay call us 760-596-9665 that's 760-596-9665 union members for the preservation of wildlife needs you we're looking for a few good men women young adults to join the fight join us on the front lines to expose the corruption of killing our our, our sacred deities and our wildlife but besides that carmelita it's so important to understand who's behind all this not just just the hunters and trappers and the poachers, but you've got our government agencies like U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services. Some years ago, the Bureau of Land Management, which is one of the worst, uh, uh, you know, uh, if you will, the government agencies that's going out rounding up wild mustangs and burros to send them off to Mexico and Canada to be slaughtered. But yet they say, oh, it's the adoption program. Well, let me tell you how they've divided us now, really quick. Um, they've spl- they've divided they divided and conquered us. Animal rights uh, or uh, wild horse activists used to all be joined forces when we say stop the wild horse roundups. I remember being friends with actor Tom Laughlin. If you remember the Billy Jack movies at all, Carmelita? Oh, yeah, I love that movie. Billy Jack, uh, Born Losers, Billy Jack, The Trial of Billy Jack, Billy Jack Goes to Washington. I made a promise to Tom Laughlin before he passed away. I would continue the fight to help save the wild Mustangs. And on with the bears. Uh, you got Anne Bryant up in Lake Tahoe, uh, who was on Animal Planet, saving bears along with Catherine Bricker of No Bear Hunt, Nevada, Jackie Chandler from Sustainable Tahoe. I work with so many people, and if I could take the time to do a shout-out to some of the best advocates really quick. If you don't mind, I'm going to do this quickly because... Because these are the people that you got to look up. I want to give a shout-out to Sheila Sterling from Saving Wild Horses Nevada, uh, who also worked with our website, Ann Bryant from uh, SaveBears.org or, or the Bear League out of uh, Lake Tahoe, Catherine Bricker, No Bear Hunt Nevada, Dr. Lynn Rogers uh, from the Minnesota uh, Bear uh, Research Center, Sky Valencia, Dog and Cat Rescue, is now uh, has a campaign for the Wild Mustangs. Uh, they're, they're also vegans. Randy Filich from Humane Society. Craig Downer, former BLM agent turned whistleblower. He's also an ecologist, biologist. He wrote the book, The Wild Horse Conspiracy. Go to Amazon and buy that book. You'll see what we're talking about. Wolf Mountain Sanctuary that saves wolves uh, out in Lucerne Valley, California. Protect 
Wolves, Roger Dobson's Native American group, Karen Sussman from the International Society for the Protection of Mustangs and Burrows, Eddie Floyd, Wainema uh, Horse Rescue up near Reno, Pamela True, Stop the Wild Horse Roundups Coalition, Ann Novak doing a great job saving wild mustangs out there in Wyoming and all over, William Heward from Goodwolf out of Boston, Massachusetts, doing a great job exposing the U.S. Fish and Wildlife, how they're killing wolves, Tom Porter from the Animal Consciousness Show, great job out of West Hollywood, his Animal Consciousness TV show, got to tune into it, UMPW, uh, Karen Mulder out of Vermont, Manuel Vela, one of our representatives, our, our uh, Dr. Robert Ornelas, who ran for president, he ran for governor of California, he just ran to take Deb Haaland's seat in New Mexico, he's a Native American, but he lost the seat, he did not win it, the Real Cowboys Actors Association, Pete Allman, Celebrity Scene News, Rich Rossi from the Italian Cowboy, Teresa Chase, writer-producer, look it up, Saving America's National Treasures on YouTube, so many people, Sherilyn Costner, Guillermo Avila Paz, Tanya Bennett, Mustang Horse Ranch, you, you, uh, Rescue. you gotta, you got to give thanks to all these people out there, really. Well, let me tell you, uh, you've mentioned uh, uh, three names that I am familiar with that happen to be personal friends of mine. Um, and I especially want to echo your shout-out to Tom Porter. He's an amazing guy. And uh, also uh, Pete Almer. Alman, uh, who is also involved as a producer, movie producer, and uh, Robert, uh, who is the head of the real steel, uh, the the real cowboys. <laughs> I'm getting it <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but I think they know who I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, and so um, we're gonna we're gonna get on our horse now, and okay. ride off into the to the sunset. And I sure. want to thank you as being an amazing guest. Uh, you've just been remarkable. We're going to have to have you back sometime. And I want to thank you and what you're doing for our planet. No, oh, thank you, Carmelita, and thank the Easy Way family for having me on. I appreciate it very much. Okie doke. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Well, that was fabulous as always. That was so interesting, and uh, re, re, you know, and Carmelita has such interesting guests on. And you know, I, I'm a, a fan of the Indian, uh, you know, trilogy and everything. I have a picture of a Indian. I did some studying, and it's very interesting. So, thank you, Carmelita, and and to our guests. We have Mr. James coming on. He goes by Mr. James. He's five children. Is a very interesting man. He's an educator, entertainer, and entrepreneur. But while doing that, he has five children, three adult boys and two younger daughters, and they're the uh, the highlight of his life, uh, Julian and uh, Brooklyn. Uh, you know, it's like when you, when they can be your best buddies, that's that's so important, you know. And and they have uh, oh, Mister Mister James, he's amazing. He's an educator. He believes in schools and teachers he believes that they can do more and and you know a lot of people a lot of teachers work hard but and, you know there's there's things they can do to, to help the educational system Ch- uh, children are individuals and mr james believes that they should all receive an education uh that meets their individual needs and follows their interests and and that's a a topic in itself and that's why i founded uh Include Education focuses on providing, engaging, and entertaining 
STEM enrichment programs, including robotics, video game design, engineering, hands-on science, Lego challenges, and more. And this is all stuff that is needed. I did this on a report one time. We have a big shortage of, in the future, they're looking at a shortage of engineers. So we're going to bring him on. Mr. James, are you on with us? Can you hear me? There he is. Hello, Mr. James, and welcome to the show. This is Retha Gray. Retha, meet Mr. James. Good morning, Mr. James. Hello, Retha. Uh, Mr. James does it all the easy way, so I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, I can remember that. Great. What do you think? <laughs> See, I, we have a memory issue sometimes in the show, like we'll we'll accidentally bump the mute button or just things like that. And uh, but thank you for coming on. And I'll tell you, you have just so many accolades. How do you squeeze that in with having five children? That's amazing. You must have a schedule. Elon Musk says he's got a schedule. So how can he run all these businesses? Well, he said he just has it. Do you do that? Do you have it all scheduled where you can take care of the kids, the family, and then get out and do all your stuff? Uh, yes. So I, I, I have a saying, if it doesn't make it on my calendar, it doesn't exist. So <laughs> I have to make sure if I, I have to get it on there uh, uh, to make sure I remember it. Uh, it's a little bit easier since the uh, three oldest, they're adults now. So uh, uh, my, yeah. my middle son lives with me, but he's 23. Um, I have my, you know, and my daughters are, uh, you know, I have them, uh, you know, on the weekends typically. And so, but they're, they're my best buds. We do everything together. Um, That's and so cool. I mean, just, yeah. Yeah. That's so they cool. share all my interests too, which is, which is just amazing. So, <laughs> Oh, so you guys go mountain climbing <laughs> well, together and skydiving. <laughs> it's always daddy's little girl, you know, it really is. <laughs> oh, they, they they really are, and they are, um, yeah, I, I I love doing doing even the, you know, just everything with them. You know, they, they are Star Wars fans like I am, so we share Star Wars. Uh, you know, they like all the nerdy stuff. But they're they also love all the you know the traditional you know, girly stuff too, and so you know we sing "Let It Go" in the car like we're rock stars, and you know um, <laughs> and stuff. We just have a great time. They're 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 the best. Okay, to James and to Risa and all our listeners, how did they know that the Millennium Falcon was capable of going fast? Tick. Ooh. I feel a dad joke coming on. Ooh, I, I do too. I don't, I don't know this one. Well, it's not an easy one. I thought Rita might get it, but okay. Uh, the, the Millennium Falcon did the Kessel Run in less than 12 parseps. And Rita, I know you're familiar with the Kessel Run, so. That's, you, you, you <laughs> I have most when it's quiet. I'm relatively a Star Wars nerd. That <laughs> lost me. <laughs> well, I, I know it doesn't look like much when they were looking at when, you know, Obi-Wan and, and, and Han Solo, they, were, they showed them the ship, and they're looking at it like, oh, this thing, you know, this hunk of junk. Well, it did the customer <laughs> right. run in less than 12 parsons. So I guess that was a big thing. So, you know, like, so what what brought you in there? Because you, your your head, you know, like really on to a lot of the stuff that I want to get into, and but you know, mm-hmm. being a family, it is a different life. It is an exciting life. But when you're talking about 
an educator, an entrepreneur, uh, an entrepreneur, somebody that works, what, 80 hours to do, you know, uh, a 40-hour job. It's, we're, we're putting in a lot of time. An entertainer, what brought you down this path? I like asking people because it's a different life, you know. Yeah, uh, well, education in particular, my background was always in sales and management, and I, I enjoyed uh, I, I enjoyed it. I had fun. I was good at it, uh, but it didn't give me a sense of uh, fulfillment. Like I was actually making a difference anywhere. And um, I came to a point you know, a number of years ago, uh, and, and I decided I was going to make a change. And I, you know, I think being a little bit older than the person who typically gets into the education field at the time, because I was in my late 30s uh, at that time when I started looking into it, uh, but having uh, already having children who were at the you know tail end graduating high school and stuff, and looking at the experience they had, and then looking back at the experience I had in school, and it was there wasn't a lot of positives to it, um, you know. They, you know, it was the same thing with my boys, but my own you know, experience with it was I was good at school, but I hated it. I, I didn't want to be there. It was the last place I wanted to be. I wasn't eager to be there, and it just uh. seems like that was such a shame. So I decided I was going to um, do make a difference, and so that was the original goal. Um, you, know, 40, you know, 40 years old, going into college with a dual major in uh, elementary education, special education, because uh, I was going to get into that ed. system and change it. Yeah, I was a special ed minor at Cal State Fullerton. Psych was my major. Oh, wow. But, yeah, I did uh, special ed, and I worked with uh, foster kids and, uh, you know, handicapped and, and the psychological situation. Um, oh, very very anyway, similar. Uh, yeah, my head yeah, is spinning I used to, because, I, you know, <laughs> so much I can talk yeah. about her. Oh but yeah, anyway, you know, very, very similar because yeah, we I, I did the uh, you know foster care with the special needs license for for a few years as well, so I had some experience with uh, you know kids oh, cool. who had some you know challenges and stuff too. So, but you are really on point here with this thing, and one of the one of the deals here is uh, when you mentioned all right, you have this uh, for the programs including robotics, video game design, engineering, hands-on science. I think you're kind of in the aware category big time when it comes to children are not meeting, you know, they're not giving them what they need as far as what they could qualify for. I'm trying to put this in a, in other words, they're losing out because it's some of the educational system is not keeping up with what, what they could actually uh, learn, you know, their, their capacity. Is it being met? Right. Uh, I think I, I have a lot of parents who are actually surprised at just how much their their child learns and accomplishes in some of my programs because they 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 come in you know thinking oh they're just, they're going to have fun they're going to play but when they come in and check it out they're like wow you're creating a video game for instance and you know they've got a second grader or a third grader who is programming a video game and can explain to their parent how they did the program and why it works. And yeah. you know, parents are like, wow, like they, they get impressed, but they have so much capabilities and they're excited about it. That's one of my whole things. Learning is fun and I'm going to prove it. You know, the, uh, you humans were naturally inquisitive. And so often the education system beats that, beats that eagerness to learn out of kids. And they look at it as exactly. a negative thing. 
it's yeah. a positive. It's fun to learn new things, and so that's that's the that's the whole um, purpose of what I'm doing is to show them they're going to have fun. If they have fun learning in general, they're going to they're going to seek out information even on the subjects that maybe aren't quite as exciting to them. You know, they may not look forward to reading, but because they're excited about everything else, it carries over into those things that they may not have initially been as excited about. So it's one of the things that I, I, I look at is let's inspire them to want to learn more. And parents don't understand these newfangled programs and programming and even the what can be learned from playing some of these games. So you're, yeah. you're absolutely right on. When the parents see that the kids become eager about learning, it kind of helps them go, oh, okay, well, they're not all bad, are they? Well, right. You know, and I think it's the thing is, you have these kids that are, you have these kids that are, you know, second grade and third grade, and, and they have a, you know, structured system with math and English, and yet they're sitting there and basically first just getting in a second, they're already doing advanced things, so they're being held back, right, uh, Mr. James? They're, they're not fulfilling what they their potential and yes there are many and, and engineers where, but it's all being held back it, it is um and that's one of my uh I, i'm a big ad- advocate of uh school choice and having options uh a lot of my mm. students are uh with there are currently in california in the charter school system so they have a lot of freedom what i like about that and they're technically you're they're homeschooling through a charter school in a lot of cases and you know, you look at the typical structure, you know, let's just say you've got a, a fifth grade student, just as an example, and maybe that fifth grade student is uh, uh, ready for an eighth grade math level. Like they're, they're advanced in math. That's their thing. But their reading is more like a third grade level. But when they're in the traditional school, they're getting fifth grade material. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. they're falling farther and farther behind in the reading because they can't catch up. And they're being held back in the math where what if we just had a child that could be in that fifth grade child could be enrolled in a third grade reading class so they can start advancing at their, at their pace, get them that structure so they can catch up and put them in the eighth grade math class. They may, maybe this fifth grader is ready for algebra. Well, let him or her do it. Like, why are we stopping them from doing it then? Let them do it. Let them sign up for that class. And that's a lot. That's why I'm such a fan of uh, and an advocate for school choice because that education for every child needs to be individualized. And if we give parents the option to do it, then the the, the children they'll excel and they can pursue their interests, which is so important for keeping them inspired and wanting to keep learning and pursue higher education too. Exactly. I want to uh, James uh, give. Uh... Carol Fox a little shout out and say thank you for shouting out the Easy Way Wall of Fame on NBC, KCAL, 1050 AM radio. She is uh, doing great things for the youth too, and and I think you're you've talked to her and connected a little bit, right? Uh, we're we're actually going to be speaking later this evening, I believe. Um, I, I'm eager to eager to talk to her, and uh, you know maybe we can we can partner because I I, I I know she's doing some amazing things, and I think oh, yeah. she and I are are, are are on the same page on on a lot of. Issues. I think so. That's what. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, 
and what you guys are doing. It's the awareness that I'm seeing. That Reese and I were talking about this a while back. It's the, you know the awareness that some of these kids. I mean, God bless them all. Some of them are into the technology a bit and the engineering. And like you say, you got the video games and the designing and so on. And we we did this situation with uh, some of the high-tech cars with Shelby and everything. And they're talking about, and I did some research, there's going to be 600,000, a shortage of 600,000 individuals in the tech industry for just the automotive situation and, and space technology and that. And they're trying to get more kids involved in that. So what you're doing is right on, you know. Very good right. awareness. And, and, right. We need to. I, I think we need to really in, uh, encourage and uh, uh, and get rid of the. Uh, the uh, uh, I think unfair stigma that's been put around uh, trade okay. school. Yeah. You know because okay. oh you got right. it exactly exactly yeah, because, because college isn't for everybody. It's it's cookie cutter and some of those are like generalized degrees and stuff. Well, what do you do with it? What does it mean? You know. It, nothing's going to replace experience, and that's what the trade schools will give you. And you can jump right into a career doing what you want, making good money right from the start. Yeah, and it's it's the stigma that is, that's attached to trade. A trade school now is like going to a PhD, going to a, a graduate college because it, it's no longer the Absolutely. mechanic; it's a technician. The, the floors are no longer covered with grease like they were in the fifties. They're technicians in there now with the open hood it's it's complicated electronics and all kinds of stuff and you know absolutely. it's a whole different absolutely. world absolutely but you know let, let we want to encourage kids to go to places where they, they'll be experts in their field exactly yeah and we want to give you a big thanks for because i know you're a busy guy and uh, we want to congratulate you on the wall of fame and the easy way wall of fame and so on and so forth and we'll be talking thank and, you but we want to thank you for coming on. The clock is ticking, and it's, like Carmelita says, you know, get on the horse. It's time to ride away here. But uh, yes, congratulations just, on all you're doing and your family and your kids. That you have such a close relationship. That's that's a real gold mine there when you keep that going. You know. Oh, uh, it is. It really is. And th- thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I'd love to. I'd love to come back again sometime. Well, thank you much. Thank you much. And Reese, we gotta we gotta shuffle along here. And uh, we're going to say, uh, so guys, keep moving, keep the faith, and Radio Boomers Live's got to be signing out. We'll see you next Monday. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts, Rita Gray, Star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network.